Hello and welcome to Making Better Bites, a bite-sized podcast about all things family nutrition. My name is Adrienne and today we will be discussing how to manage Halloween candy coming into your house. Hello and welcome to the podcast. With Halloween just a few days away coming up this weekend, I figured it would be the perfect time to discuss what to do about all of the Halloween candy that you might have in your house because you're going to be giving it away or the Halloween candy that your children are going to be bringing into the house. Um, I've had a lot of people always talk about like that it's such a struggle, um, whether you're a parent or not, um, you know, you're gonna have candy around this time of year. And so it can be really difficult to manage it and know what to do about all of that candy. So um, not too much to catch you up on over here. Um, Main thing you may have noticed if you follow me on my other socials or even on my podcast, I have been doing some rebranding updates and updating like my colors and how everything looks on my website, my podcast photo, all of that. So Um, also on my Instagram. So let me know if you guys noticed and how you are liking it, if it looks better. I was trying to go for something a little bit on the more calm side, um, a little bit more inviting maybe. My favorite color though is blue, will always be blue. So the blue like cool tones and things will always be there. But I just wanted to give a little update to my colors um, because I have a lot more stuff coming out with my brand and my company coming up in the next few months so I want to be prepared and make sure I have everything exactly how I like it before that happens um so yeah that's kind of the only update I would say that I have so we can go ahead and just start talking about um the management of Halloween candy so um I did a poll on my Instagram whether you guys feel like you struggle more like managing the candy for yourself or what to do when it comes to your kids and things like that And um, I kind of had a split response on whether it's harder for yourself or for your kids. And when I sat down to kind of like map out this podcast, I realized like, you know what, the advice is kind of the same because as everything I always say, the approach from one family member to the next when it comes to food and health and nutrition should always be pretty standard because we all need to have balanced and nutritious foods in our lives. So you can consider this duly speaking for yourself and your kids, especially because for yourself, you're going to be the example for your kids and they're watching you all the time, um, taking in what you're doing. So, you know, they internalize that. They think that's how they should be as they get older and things like that. So really the advice for you is always going to end up reflecting back towards your kids anyways. So just consider this both managing yourself, your kids, all of that. And I use the word manage just as a way to describe the concept and to give a name to it. But of course, you know, kids should have individual decision on always some of the division of responsibility. Um, The responsibility doesn't 100% fall on the parents. It's mostly on the parents because you're going to decide what they eat, when they eat. Um, But again, they get to decide how much of it um, to a certain extent. So we'll kind of talk about those things today. Um, so the reason I wanted to talk about this, like I said, a lot of people really struggle with candy in general, Halloween candy, really holidays always come with lots of candy, um, whether it's Halloween, Easter, sometimes at Christmas even. Um, so I just wanted to talk 
in general because I hear a lot of things like, oh, I feel so out of control around candy. I can't stop myself from getting into it. I'm constantly going back to the pantry or reaching my hand in the dish for more, sneaking my kids candy, uh, things like that. It's going to sabotage my weight loss. And I know some people have like blood sugar concerns, um, which can be a very real concern, especially if you have type 1, type 2 diabetes, or you are pre-diabetic, um, or if you're predisposed. There are definitely real reasons to be concerned about blood sugar spikes. Um, I think some of the fear also, though, comes from, like, the keto craze and everyone trying to be low-carb all the time. So just kind of be aware for yourself, like, what category you fit into and why. Um, blood sugar or insulin might be a concern for you, but I hear a lot of that as well. And so um, I kind of have three issues with candy that I was going to go over and then I'll give you like some solutions and we'll talk about it like that. So that's kind of the reason I wanted to get into this is because of those statements of people feeling like they have no control over the situation and they just stuff their faces and want more and more and more. Um, so first of all, I think when it comes to people feeling out of control or they can't stop getting into it, it's just stigmatizing a food group as in like candy's supposed to be something negative, it's bad for you, um, and it's something you have to avoid because it's so bad for you, right? And so that's why people use words like feeling out of control because it's supposed to be something bad and you just can't stop yourself, you just can't get away from it. The other problem I see um, is that it will, people talk about like how it's going to mess up their weight loss and their weight loss journey, or this is going to kill my diet. Like people say that a lot, or I am so off track, but like your life is not a train. You don't have to go like a certain pace down a track and always stay on and always be on. And to me, eating some candy isn't being off anyways. So, but anyways, that's just phrases people use, common phrases. I know they don't always mean it so literally, but it's things people say or feel like they have to say. Um, but candy is never going to sabotage your weight loss. Something that you, sorry, that's not true. <laughs> not entirely. Something that you do for just a few days like eating candy around Halloween time, is never going to be a total sabotage of any of your healthy habits that you're trying to make. Um, maybe it can get you a little bit sidetracked, but I think if you're feeling like obsessive with the candy, that's actually something that you can reflect on rather than run away from it and being really stressed out by the fact that you're obsessed with candy. Um, because like I said, it will never sabotage you and your like healthy habits that you generally keep or are trying to keep just because you're having more candy than normal a few days around the holiday. But again, if you're feeling like out of control around candy, it's a good time to reflect and think like, why am I feeling out of control around this candy? Is it because I'm constantly restricting? Am I just so hungry? I can't think. I'm not planning. Um, and that kind of leads me into my third problem then, which is like, this candy eating and this obsession around like holidays and Halloween becomes extremely impulsive. And so instead of it being part of like a larger plan and like just knowing and being prepared that you're going to have candy, it's not a big deal. It's part of the holiday. It's part of spending time with my kids. 
it makes me happy, it tastes good, those kind of things. Um, You're becoming impulsive and just like obsessive about it and thinking about it not you're not thinking about it at all when it comes to just eating a bunch of it and then when you stop eating it that's all you can think about is how quote-unquote bad you were or how you messed up and things so there's always like this impulsive obsessive kind of cycle around it when you have these negative thoughts towards candy so my solution in all of this um which i know people are gonna think i'm crazy but The more often and regular you have candy around, the less you and your kids will care about it. And I'm going to tell you a personal story because this, I I promise you that it really works. Um, So my husband and I, we have a a little basement downstairs area where we have a couch set up and kind of wanted like a movie theater vibes. I love going to the movies specifically for the popcorn. So we do have a popcorn maker down there as well. Um, But just because I love going to the movies, I love getting candy, I love having popcorn, all of these things, and I love having, like, family and friends over and hosting people, and so this was something that was important to me was because we had a basement now, I wanted to have this space where we could host people and we could have, like, candy and popcorn and sodas, like, available all the time for people to eat. So that's kind of what I did when we first moved in here and we were getting everything set up, the popcorn and the refrigerator with the sodas. And I went out and I bought a basket and I filled it up with a bunch of like boxes of candy, candy bars, um, just different things I saw at the dollar store, uh, like bags of candy, miniature candies, whatever, just a variety of things so that if I had family and friends over or my husband and I were having a movie night, we would have different options for people. And people come over and they make comments to me like, oh my gosh, how do you live knowing that this candy is down here all the time? Like you sit down here all the time, you watch TV and you're just living and this candy is always here. Like I would be into this all the time. People say stuff like that to me and my true and honest response is that I literally do not think about it at all. Are there some days where I eat, you know, a few, like a handful of mini candy bars or crack open a box of candy and split it with my husband while we're watching a movie and eating popcorn? Yeah, of course. But do I also go like a week or two without even touching my giant like tub of red vines? 100% because it's always there. I know if I want a piece, I can have a piece. I don't shame myself about it and I move on. I enjoy it. I eat it for what it is. It's it's something sweet. Um, I'll have it after dinner or whatever, but it's not a big deal. And I promise you, the more that you desensitize yourself to being around candy and desensitize your kids to thinking like, this is not a good not a big deal it's really just not going to become a big deal so even if you and your kids right now are obsessed with candy if you start regularly letting them have it and you know you have your fill of candy you'll realize like this isn't a big deal um so i talked about this on my last podcast so if you didn't listen to last week um, but offering like desserts at mealtimes, this is the perfect opportunity. Of course, on Halloween, let them have their fill or if they're young, if they're small children, let them pick, you know, four or five pieces of candy that they're going to eat the night of Halloween and then put it up and 
throughout the rest of time until the Halloween candy is gone. You can put, you know, a random piece like with their snack for that next day or offer it as their dessert, a couple pieces on their dinner plate. And um, so I talk about how to go about offering desserts with meals and why this can be beneficial for kids um, and kind of like the roadblocks that you can run into. So if you want to know more about that and more about like offering these candies at mealtime, at snack time, um, definitely listen to that last podcast. But by doing that, they're going to become desensitized to like the obsession with candy and maybe they'll get sick of having like a miniature crunch bar or a little Snickers as their sweet sometimes like they might want something different or they might not and they might love it all the time and that's perfectly okay too. But they're not going to be as obsessive and crazed because it's going to be something that's more common to them and they don't see you being obsessive and hear you talking like as if it's out of control for you because then kids will start to think like oh so this is something I need to control myself around because candy is dangerous and it's bad for you and I shouldn't have much because that's what mommy says or that's what grandma says or that's what auntie says um so just being aware of that so that's kind of my first solution is just having it around more and making it more common and regular for your family to have um the second one like i said it's not possible to ruin like your habits your healthy habits by having one night of eating more than your fill of halloween candy Um, The only way it's going to ruin it is if you let it creep into your mind and start messing with your mental health, thinking you have to exercise more to burn off that candy that you ate or think like, um, you know, people say things to their kids like you're going to get so wound up, you're going to be so crazy because of all that sugar, you'll never get to sleep and these things just aren't like accurate it makes kids feel like they are out of control around candy, um, even though, like, there's really no proven things. To my knowledge, I've never, like, read any studies or whatever come across them that sugar automatically makes kids, like, hyperactive. Um, so, yeah, you can't sabotage your healthy habits. If you just go right back into doing all of your healthy habits... And doing them the day of Halloween even, like don't do anything abnormal, even if you are going to eat more candy. Um, Again, where it sabotages is if you're like, okay, well, I ate so much candy yesterday, so I might as well just keep eating it because screw it, like this weekend, I'm just going to do whatever I want and I'm going to eat all of this food because, you know, Halloween's coming up and we're just going to have junk anyways, so what's the point in even trying? Like, no, an apple is an apple and it will be nutritious no matter what other foods that you're eating. Um, Having vegetables with your meal is going to be nutritious no matter how much candy you're eating. So, like, continue doing those things because there's no reason to let Um, something being like slightly different about your schedule or about your routine like then leak into every single other aspect of your health and your habits Um, and then so yeah I just feel like people say that like it sabotages them and it ruins them but really it's like you let it affect you for the long term rather than just knowing and living in that moment and knowing that's what it is at that moment but like your life is normal everywhere else. Even if it does, though, go on for a few days where you're eating more candy than usual. You're not going to gain a significant amount of weight. I mean, if you think about, like, you have a bag of those, like, miniature candy bars, I think, like, three or four of them is in a serving, depending on whether you have the fun size or the minis. 
And even if you have two or three or even four servings, like what is that? An extra 500 calories or even a whole candy bar, an extra 250 calories. I, I just don't understand where the fear comes from. Um, it's not something you need to be doing every day, having a king-size candy bar, but 200 or 300 calories one time or on occasion isn't going to hurt anything. And it's not that much over like what you're eating as a normal snack. So basically what I'm trying to say it's not that big of a deal. I think people are afraid of candy because it is mostly just sugar and it is calorie dense. It doesn't have a lot of nutrients um, and it feels like it should be something forbidden because that's what diet culture and everything has told us all these years, but it's not that big of a deal, especially on occasion. So don't let it hurt your mental health. Don't let it sabotage your mind. You can still be a perfectly healthy person and have healthy habits and have some candy. And then the third solution is to be prepared and to have a plan so that you know what's going on um, before it comes time for your kids to go out and go trick-or-treating and come home with giant buckets full of candy. Um, like we all know it's coming, so let's set our kids up for success and set ourselves up for success because, like I said, the blood sugar, um, the weight loss, whatever, those are all like real things to be concerned about. And there, of course, are things that we can do to prepare and plan that can help us. Um, you know, if your kids go out before they go trick-or-treating and they have like a solid dinner before they go run around and get all the candy, then they're not going to be as hungry when it comes time to like actually sitting down and eating their candy, they'll be satisfied and full. And so they'll be less likely to eat as much because they won't have low blood sugar and then feel like they're ravenous and like going crazy through the candy. So um, I'm actually on Saturday going to share on my Instagram, um, which is at betterbites underscore RDN. I will put it in my show notes, but I'm going to go live and do a chili recipe um, which I think is a great meal to have before you go out to trick-or-treat. It is warm, something warm to eat if you live in a cold climate like I do in the Midwest. It's cold now. Um, it is a protein and fats and veggies and um, fiber, and it'll just keep you full, and it's really tasty. But other things you can do besides like chili, um, grilled cheese and tomato soup or chicken noodle soup, whether you want to make it from scratch or you want to just use a can or a box of soup, either way is perfectly fine or any kind of grilled sandwich. Regular sandwiches are fine, like lunch meat sandwiches. Really anything that you can think of would be a great meal to have before your kids go out so that they're feeling satisfied before all of the activity and excitement of trick-or-treating and candy. So that's kind of everything that I had for discussing today. You don't need to feel out of control. It's not bad for you. It's not going to sabotage every single healthy habit you're doing right now. And just be prepared. Don't be impulsive. Don't be obsessive about it. Just have a plan. Make sure you're not eating it on an empty stomach or eating it when you're super hungry. Have a meal beforehand. Have snacks on hand. And then going forward, you regulate for your kids. Like, okay, you're going to have one or two pieces here. And um, 
yeah, that's it. And like I said, go back and listen to my last podcast about um, offering desserts at mealtime, especially if it's new for you. It kind of goes over like how to prepare for that and um, what some struggles that you'll run into might be. So that is all. I hope you all have a wonderful Halloween or just a great weekend. If you don't celebrate Halloween, enjoy the fall weather. Maybe have a bonfire, get together with some family and friends, enjoy a good meal. I know that's what I am going to be doing. And I hope that this has helped you and your family to be able to make better bites.